Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 234 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're live on Facebook. We're live on Instagram over at Comic Anthony D. And as always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. There also uh, will be a bonus episode this week over at uh, patreon.com slash KMF podcast. So subscribe, become a Patreon member. You'll have access to the past episodes as well as all uh, the new coming ones, new coming ones coming up. That doesn't sound right, but I said it. It's live. That's how we do things. Patreon.com slash KMF podcast. We're also uh, available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, um, your sister's ass, wherever, wherever podcasts are available, you can find us there. But if you're on iTunes, please, five-star rate and review. I love reading those reviews. I love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. And that is you guys. Uh, I've been plugging it for a while. John Ziegler's comedy special is now out live, available to watch over at YouTube. Go to, he's also on Instagram, John Ziegler Comedy. Go there. The link is in his bio. Check it out. It's called John Ziegler Getting My Affairs in Order. It's on YouTube right now. Uh, he's been also releasing reels with little clippets and snippets of the pot, of the thing, but you really need to watch the whole thing. Check it out uh, over at John Ziegler Comedy on Instagram. And, uh, you know, I had a, a bonus episode this week, so that must mean I have a guest, and I do. The guest is none other than the Cuzzy himself, John Arpino. What's going on, John? How you doing, Cuz? What's up, man? Cuzzy Night Nitro. Cuzzy Night Nitro. Cuzzy Night, was it? <laughs> Cuzzy Night War. War is Cuzzy. War is Cuzzy. We were thinking about all today. We were going back and forth with them. Uh, you can follow John on Instagram at JRP's Journey if you don't already follow him already. If you're not one of the 35,000 people that Damn. follow him, which is amazing, by the way. Thank you. Congratulations. I that. Thank you. I know you hit that milestone. Yeah, you know, it was cool. Um, following at the end of the day, it's not everything, but it's still a very cool milestone to hit. So, what I mean, it's insane. Like, you had no, like, I, it's crazy because we're. We're going through, everybody's using this anonymous app right now. Yeah. And I see a lot of people asking you, how do you grow your social media? And like guys like you and Poro and a bunch of other guys that have like a lot of followers were like, mm -hmm. I just, I just did what I do. Right. Like everything I do now is I did before and that's mm -hmm. it. Did you find that you had to do any trend or just, it came no, naturally? It just, it just happened. You know, I told, well, someone asked me the other day, I told them I, I watered it. I gave it good soil. Yeah. I gave it good sunlight and uh, it grew. Um, but no, for real, uh, just being raw, honest, yeah. um, being myself. Um, I don't really change who I am on this platform to meet like a certain criteria of person who has done something. Um, the only trends that I follow now are these stupid reels. Cause that's the only way anyone sees, uh, what you're doing. Your pictures aren't seen anymore. And, uh, pictures don't do anything. No, no. You want you want to post a picture? You and your your aunt will see it. That's about it. I posted a picture uh, for my nephew's birthday. I posted pictures of him for his birthday, and like I usually, I used to get like three hundred likes. Yeah, people can't. You know, it's like listen, you know, you know, you don't want to like a nine year old's birthday. Listen, you're, that, you're the kind of garbage human that does that. Not right. me. I, I would appreciate you know. Hey, listen, I feel you, cuz. Oh, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. But it's true though. It gets lost in the algorithm, and you know we've had conversations about that. You know because we get like nervous, and it reminds me of like when I first started doing comedy. We would sit in the diner 
uh, at, at night and like stress about our avails and like, you know, oh my God, we're not getting a veil. And it's almost like that now with, with Instagram and with the, with likes and yeah. follows and this and that, where you, you get way too involved in that. And as I was guilty of it myself, especially when I wasn't on my program. Right. Like that Instagram was all I had and that the illusion that I was still doing what I was doing, that's what I held on to. And when that started going like, you know, I wasn't doing the track. I don't know. I don't know trends. Um, you know what it is? We're all searching for instant gratification. Yeah. That's all it is. You know, there's a certain high people get when you get a like, when you get a follow, when you get a comment, Yeah, you start losing that, you know, if you feel like you're not going in the right direction when really that has nothing to do with the journey at all. No, it's about actually doing it. Right. Which, uh, I had that slap back in my face recently and, um, you know, happy to be back on, on track. I know we've talked about that Absolutely. many times. You know, uh, I'm he, glad that you're back. Thank you. It feels, feels good to be back. Good. It actually, like, you know, it was a good week. I'm glad. Actually, it was, like, you know, I was, I wasn't like a, I did everything I wanted to do. Like my nephew's birthday, they catered in Moe's. Nice. So instead of making like, what I would have done is made like four tacos. Mm-hmm. I made a taco salad. Just put a bunch of lettuce, some rice and some chicken and a little cheese. And I was, I was happy. Well, how you doing, Bo? Well, how you doing? How you doing, Bo? And I got like into these taco bowls because Cordobo's next to the cigar lounge. Cordobo's very good. Oh my god, it's very good. Like, how good is that? Yeah, like I'm probably going there after this. But yeah, yeah. we're gonna run over to the Matador <laughs> afterwards. Um, and I'm I'm off because I'm at Jang's tomorrow night. If anybody's listening, uh, down at the Jersey Shore, eight thirty, J- July nineteenth. Ben Bailey from Cash Cab is headlining. I'll ben be featuring. Ryan Mar is hosting. It's going to be an awesome show tomorrow night at Jenks. So I'm going to be down at the Jersey Shore. Love it down there. Um, so how you doing, man? You know, I'm really good. Back to the Ben Bailey thing. Yeah. I'm really good at, like, game shows. Okay. Like, it's it's a bit, a bit of a discovery. I always knew this, but now it's common knowledge to, like, my fiance and her family. Like, I have a plethora of useless knowledge. So, like, when Cash Cab is on, I'd be walking out with a f- shit ton of money. And what's the matter? You, you can't do it? Uh, I, if, do you know how to get on a game show? Because I have no idea. I don't know. No. I don't know how to do anything in show business. No. no. <laughs> Here we are. I've been, I've, been in, I've been doing comedy for 12 years, obviously. I, I, you know, it was funny. I'm walking out today, and I said to the owner of my company, I said, I'll, I'll see you Thursday. And he goes, oh, you're off the next couple of days? I said, yes, I got a show down in, in Jersey. And he goes, you're making good money? I said, actually, decent money for comedy. And I told him how much it was, and he's like, He's like, that's a lot of money. I go, well, not to somebody who drives a Maserati, but, you know, to what you pay me, yes. <laughs> like, you know. And he's like, do they give you a hotel room? I'm like, no. And he goes, they don't give you a hotel room. I said, you know, I, I said, you freaked out when I had three hours overtime last week. I said, just so you understand. You want them yeah. to give me a hotel room? So you understand, like, what the, they're not giving me and what, what I get. Um, Absolutely. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, listen, it's, it's a great show, and I'm happy to be down there. And when I meant, like, how you do, like, you know, um, I said, how you doing? I didn't mean it like, how are you doing? Like, is everything good? Like, are you Everything's good? good, man. I yeah. mean, uh, life is good. Um, get married soon, so that's cool. Um, as far as, like, weight loss journey goes, I'm on the grind. I'm not losing weight right now. I'm not focusing on losing weight right now. Uh, I'm just kind of going through the motions, and I'm putting on muscle, and I'm just enjoying that. Yeah. Um, you know, we had that conversation before, like... I'm in a place now in my journey where like, you know, you get to a point where you're maintaining or you figure out what you're going to do next. But like weight loss is definitely not my goal right now. 
Yeah, so you, um, you don't want to lose any more weight? You're happy where you are? I'm happy where I am. I want to see what I can do strength-wise and, and putting on more muscle mass. Um, you know, having a broken back last year and for however long that it was really broken and I was in pain, it really prohibited me from doing a lot of the things in the mm-hmm. gym that I wanted to do, and I didn't realize that until now. We did talk about that, actually. You know, I said to you, like, you know, this is like the first almost like time since, you know, you had your, uh, you had surgery, you did the summer shredding, yeah. you had surgery again. And like, it's almost like you're back to, I'm okay now. Like, here we right. are, we're, we're settling in. And like, I could see like, you know, you, you're, you're grinding harder than, you know, you, as you always, I mean, you always at the gym and you know, watching what you eat and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, you work very hard. Um, that's very admirable. Um, I, I don't, not, nobody, I don't think really anybody has that work ethic. You know, that very few do. Thank you. Um, so how do you keep that? Like going through, especially everything that we just mentioned. Um, you know, someone asked me that earlier and it's just like, I know what it's like on the other side. And I know that that's so cliche to say, but like when you're at a point where I was and, and how much life sucked and how I just didn't care about living and how the world was just moving or, you know, just going on and I was doing nothing in the world. Yeah. It's like, I never want to go back to that feeling. I never want to be back to that person. Um, so that's why, you know, I meal prep every day. Uh, I go to the gym every day. I do cardio every morning, not because, you know, it's a grind and I feel like I have to do cardio. It's like, I want to do cardio. Mm-hmm. I wake up and it sets my day on a positive note. And I noticed personally, like the days where I don't get up and do fasted cardio, <clears throat> I have a miserable day, you know? Um, it just sets me off on a, on a positive foot. And I just, I look at routine different now. I look at working out different now. Like my, again, the goal is not losing weight anymore and weight loss doesn't define who I am. Like that's very much a big theme that I've been posting on Instagram now. It's like people need to realize that they're not defined by this weight loss journey. This yep. weight loss journey is, is a goal. It's something that they're doing, but like weight loss is going to naturally happen when you're bettering your life. You know, it's a side effect of bettering your life. And that's all it is. Weight loss is scientific. You know what I mean? Like yeah. burn more calories than you're taking in. That's the big secret about weight loss. Yeah. I never like, you know, it's people like, you know, especially with WW that what I do. Right. Um, I've been doing this forever, you know, and like they change the plans all the time and people get like, you know, all verklempt when a new plan comes out. And I'm like, it's, it's so simple. You don't eat what you used to eat. Right. You know, you eat. You get your fruit and vegetables in, drink yeah. your water, exercise. I mean, it's not rocket science. It's right. it's actually, you know, it's it's a, a thing and it's very simple. You get less calories than you had before and, and you lose weight. Um, it's about how you do it. Right. And, you know, what you said was so true. Like, you know, you don't want to be on the other side of that. And here I am now on the other side. A little, you know, I'm not back where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy for that, but I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I was. And it's true. Looking from that other side, you know, I see the Facebook pictures and I see where I was and how I feel and how I felt. It's not something is that I would. Yeah, it's not where you want to be. Trust me. If anybody out there is struggling or the beginning of a struggle, just get it together because it's not where you want to be. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, like we all have to realize that the things that we're doing on this journey is for us. Yeah. You know, people make it out to be so much bigger than what it needs to be. Um, when you really just focus on how am I going to better myself today? What differences am I going to make in my life today? 
consistency with that, it builds up. And then all of a sudden you realize, okay, you've made a new routine. You've, you're creating a new lifestyle. And that's really what this is. Yeah. You know, if you keep thinking about this as, okay, I'm on a weight loss journey. I'm on a weight loss journey. I'm on a weight loss journey. You're never going to get to a point where you're just like, I've changed my lifestyle. I'm a different person, you know? And that's like the whole mindset trap that you get in when you keep going on a diet. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've done that a million times. I mean, arguably, when I met you is when things started going downhill. But Yeah, absolutely. I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah. If we're gonna... I ruin everyone's life. We're going to blame somebody. Yeah. Blame I him. suck all the positivity out of everybody. He did. He sucked. He needed, he needed more energy. Yeah. So he took all mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a leech. And here I am just, he's waiting for me to get it back because he wants to suck more. I'm just kidding. No. Um, but no, it's true, though. I mean, it's, it's, a crazy, it's a crazy thing. And, you know, you had weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. Um. And I see people, you know, this whole anonymous thing, we were, I'm talking about it because it's everybody's doing it. A lot of keyboard warriors. Did anybody come at you, like, uh, for having, or was it more positive uh, for your surgery? I got to be honest, no one really ever mentioned the surgery. Okay. In the questions. Because um, I got it 100 million times. Did you? Well, yeah, people were saying, like, you know, do you want it? Uh, they've they've told me that I've said that it's an easy way out. No, I've never said that in my life. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. I was just like, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, um, and I've seen a bunch of other people get, like, a bunch of messages. I don't know if, like, you know. You know it, what it is? I feel like people know that I'm just going to snap. <laughs> like, I'm just going to keep yeah. it real in the story, and, like, I'll just call you out for being a jerk off. Yeah, I mean, that's it's, it's crazy, because, like, people behind this keyboard thing, like, I saw the other day someone, like, you know, this... This girl I'm friends with on, on Instagram, she just got married, and she's like, yeah, she, she, newlywed. She's calling her husband hot. Like, isn't that? Right. Listen, I mean, you should think your husband's hot. Someone was like, he's okay. That's fucked up. Like, why do you say that? And like, she was like, oh, are you are you serious? Are yeah. you kidding me? Like, why? You know, and I said to her, I, I, I comment, I'm like, I can't believe this is actually, people are writing this. Right. But it's like, you give people an anonymous keyboard. Yeah. Oh, well, they get a thrill out of it because they'll say things that they never were going to yeah, say before. T- telephone tough guys. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people write things to me and they don't realize that I'm just going to be more of a smart ass back. It's not even worth it. Right. No. that's And that's that's where you got to go with it. I think they want that rise out of you. They want to see what they could get. Yeah. Know? But I mean, listen, it's it's the instant. And it's I think. And the crazy part is, and this is what's crazy about it. Like we were talking about trends before. I notice when I do those stupid things, my stories get more views. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So do I. And I, I hate that, but that's, we were just talking about trends before. Like, I, I hate, I hate stuff like that. Cause now I, I, I feel as a comedian, I hate this whole, this whole new social media thing because originality and like being original that, and thinking of something funny and new is gone. It's all about trends and everybody doing the same dance. You know, it's just, I, I don't like it. Listen, you're, you're, at the end of the day, like they just want you to be a cog in the wheel, feeding yourself to an algorithm. Yeah, that does not make a difference at all. Like it does not bring value to you unless you're making thousands of dollars a month on like real plays and TikTok yeah. plays. At the end of the day, it means absolute garbage. And I do those stupid those videos with like you know I the pick, a, ones, I pick a, yeah I pick a fat kid from the eighties. <laughs> it's <laughs> the best gimmick in the world. I pick a fat kid from the eighties or nineties, and I find out how many years ago that show was on or the movie. No. And then I do the thing. Yeah. But here's the funny thing is I was called every one of those characters as a kid. Growing like, up. Yeah. So I have, I think I have a little car blanche, uh, you know, to it because, you know, as a kid, like, you know, I did the Petey one mm-hmm. and people that like blew up on Facebook and people were like messaging me on Facebook. Changed like, my life. They're like, hey man, I loved you on that show. Like they were like telling me like, you know, funny stories. Like they were asking me like, 
what was I thinking when I did this? Th-? And I was like, I'm not Petey. Like I'm just a fat kid that looked like him when I was a kid. Because like when I was when I was go to when I go to elementary school in the morning and go to the bus, the like fifth and sixth graders would go, Hey Petey, yeah. hey Petey. Goes, I was Brucey from Matilda. I know. Yeah, my friend Nick looks like Donkey Lips. Like we we all look like somebody yeah. you know from this time. And when when Adam's family came out. That's what I look like. I look like Pugsley. I look like the kid who played Pugsley when I, when I was t- 11. You know, I mean, these things. Are just <laughs> I love the Adams Family. I love that movie, too. I'm just saying, like, so I, this is what I look like. So that's why I do it. And, you know, that's a crazy thing is like people don't realize that how real, you know, it's not real. The like, reels you know, aren't real, ladies and gentlemen. Well, unless someone's got a check mark next to their name yeah, and no. they're saying like, hey, this was me 35 years ago. Absolutely. You know, it's all bullshit. Yeah. I still can't believe that people really thought that you were Petey. People were like, and then someone thought like they solved the mystery. Of what happened to Petey? Why? Just, no one knows well, what happened. No, because they were like, I just IMDB. It's not him. And then like I did the <laughs> other one. I did the Pugsley one. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, no one's going to recognize you. And someone was like, yeah, because it's not you. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, you know, they're like, yeah, I'm okay. I know that. Thanks, pal. That's the joke behind it. Right. It's but supposed to be funny. I mean, we. I, I, this is what I, I, comedy's dead. Everything's dead. Yeah. Burn your boots. Burn your, yeah, burn your boots. <laughs> but, you know, listen, I'll just, uh, you know, do the weight loss thing and, and uh, that, that'll be my, my, my new gimmick. Yeah. Be the weight loss guy. Be the weight loss guy again. They'll let, people want that again. Yeah. I think they loved it when I was going into tailspin. <laughs> be honest with you i think it was like a they were sitting back with popcorn and watching it they're like oh my god look at him yes i mean i really think that that's all in your head like yes look at him he's he was so successful watch the burn watch gosh, him. look at look at him eat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have another one i wonder what he had last night chicken palm what was he and the yeah. cuzzy chicken palm yeah no, I'm forgetting chicken. We're sweating in here. It's ridiculous. It's fucking. I, I, you know, I cursed a lot so far, and I yeah. forgot if I'm allowed to curse. On your no, podcast. not really. No, but I it's know. hot. I'm sorry, it's hot. It is. I'm sorry, but I can't have the the noise. Yeah, I can't have the noise. I, I'm sorry. The, the, so you listeners, we're doing this. We're sitting here, literally melting. Uh yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I didn't know you wanted to go into a schwitz tonight. Like I. Well, that's why I, I asked you if you wanted to come here or not. I should have known. I mean, and you were like, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, would you say? I'll be there. What would you, would you say? I what said, I'm in there. No, you, I'm in there. Yeah. Okay. I'm in there, ladies and gentlemen. I just want you know I am in there right now. We're in here. Yeah. He's got the belt behind him. He's got, uh, it's, it's, all, it's all good. Um, so, this, you know, it's, we're in the middle of summer here. Do you find it? I meant to ask you this because mm-hmm. I, I, do you find it easier to do this whole thing in the summer or like the winter months? Like what is, is it hard, get harder for you in any of the one? I think at this point in my journey, no. The only thing that I notice more in the summer that would make it harder would be is I'm definitely more likely to drink on the weekends in the summer than okay. I would be in the winter. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really the only the only thing that's that's harder. Obviously, you know, in summertime, a lot of us go away more. Um, so I definitely have more leisurely weekends than I would in the winter. But... I don't think I don't I don't put one ahead to the other. I know a lot of the times like people would say, oh, in the winter, you have all the holidays and you have to get through the holidays and yada, yada, yada. It's all just another day of the week. Well, that's how I feel, too. Like, you know, it evens out. Yeah. Like, you know, summer, like, oh, barbecues. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when when you barbecue, there's so many good things you can cook. Right. You have your grilled chicken. You have chicken. You, have you could steak. You know, you could do a lot of things. And you don't have. And the great thing about grilling is you don't have to add. Right. 
like marinates and, and all you you can, but like you can really grill clean. Yes. And you can grill vegetables and corn and stuff like that. You can, it's to me, I always found that it was easier in the summer for me, like especially grilling. Cause it was something I liked doing. Mm. It was like a hobby in the winter. I feel like, you know, it's cold. I think, I think if you're one of those people who like, I want to eat in the cold. Yeah, no, definitely. There's that. But like, I feel like if you're one of those people that um, are intimidated by like, enjoying public activity in, you know, in a public setting and going over someone's house to eat. You're, it's definitely easier on a weight loss journey in the summertime. Cause like yeah. you said, grilling options and stuff like that. Like who's going to say, Oh yeah, I'm not going to throw grilled chicken on the barbecue. Sitting outside where yeah. you're not sweating. Yeah. It's, it's great. <laughs> and I feel like we're at a barbecue right this, now. This is the hottest day of the year. It's right the hottest here. day of the year. It's good. You know what? It's actually going to get hotter than this during the week. Is it? Yeah. You're lucky. This podcast is tonight. It's going to be like in the mid nineties the rest of the week. Oh, I'll put the AC on. We're I mean, good, Bo. I'm it was sure. cold in here before, right? It was. It was nice. It got that it, gimmick you have is gimmicking. It went off real quick. I mean, as soon as we turned that off, it got yeah. it got really hot in here. Yeah. Sorry, we're talking about the heat. It's it's uh, whatever. It's stifling. Hey, listen. I mean, you you trained as a professional wrestler. I'm sure it wasn't air conditioned where you trained. Absolutely not. I know Those exactly were where the you trained. Worst. Yeah. Okay. So this is it now. We're we're in the we're in the the thick of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, we're doing we're doing our thing. Into the thick of it, you know what? So talk about professional wrestling. I what wanted to bring this up because we've never talked about this really. No, yes. huh? you want to talk about it? We can talk about whatever you want. I want to know you want to talk about. I'm it. down. Outlaw wrestling. Outlaw wrestling. I want you to tell me everything about it because I want people to go see this. Outlaw wrestling is a promotion that I am a part of out of Brooklyn, New York. We have a show coming up. Uh, July 30th at Queens Brewery in Brooklyn. I know that that's an oxymoron that it's called Queens Brewery, but it's in Brooklyn. Uh, and then uh, we have some shows coming up in August. We have one actually very local to Long Island. If you listen to this in you're in Long Island, it's going to be a great South Bay brewery. And that is going to be on August 22nd. Um, so what would you like to know, Anthony? Okay. So, um, I'm excited for, I, you know, we're friends in real life and we talk about this stuff. And like, you know, I felt like when COVID hit, you know, just being your friend and talking to you, professional wrestling is something that you miss a lot. A lot. Yeah. So now that you're back in the, in the game, different side than what you were before, you're more mm -hmm. behind the scenes now, kind of running the show type of thing. Um, are you happy with this? I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah no. So like wrestling is always going to be a drug for me. Um that's not to take off the table that I won't ever start training again or yeah. getting back in the ring. Cause obviously that's so like you asked me before, what are my goals right now? That's definitely one of the, the big ones is, is starting to roll around again, get off three years okay. of ring rust and, and start taking bumps again. But uh, wrestling is certainly uh, my heroine and um, it's a love hate relationship. Like anything else, I'm sure you could say the same thing with comedy. Oh my God. There's a lot of drama oh, involved. Yes. There's a, uh, there's a lot of like anticipation, um, you know, wrestling is like one of those things like you you can't stand it, and then all of a sudden the show's starting to come up, and then the show gets here, and you fall back in love with it again, and you're Comedy. like, oh, this is why I like doing this. Yeah. You know, and then a couple of weeks go by, and you're like, I hate this. You know what I mean? Um, so that's definitely definitely a thing. Um, I like my role in what I do. I enjoy... I, en I enjoy the outside looking in a lot. Okay. Um, I like getting the finger on the pulse of like how the crowd is reacting to everything. You know, if they enjoy the show or not, what they didn't like about the show. Uh, I like interacting with the boys in the back. Cause you know, when you're on a card, sometimes it's hard to interact with everyone. And you know, I've definitely built stronger relationships now 
doing what I'm doing for the promotion than when I was just quote unquote working. Yeah. Um, it's been a hell of an experience. It's something that I always said that I wanted to do because as a kid, I was very much in love with the business end of professional wrestling. Cause at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's business. Um, you know, I built my whole life around wanting to be involved in the wrestling business. So like as a kid, I was involved in drama club. I did school plays because you need to be able to act to portray something, you know, something bigger than yourself. Had a promo, right? Had a promo. Um, I took marketing classes, uh, because I wanted to learn how to, you know, market a business. I was a nightclub promoter because I needed to learn how to promote, you know, how to brand myself, stuff like that. So like, it's all been building blocks to get me to where I am right now. And, I'm definitely enjoying the ride. I mean, it's it's awesome watching it and seeing it, and you know what? It's true. Like as I'm, I'm into professional wrestling, and that's no, I make that no secret here. Um, yeah. And as I got older, and you know, you start able to research more. I do enjoy like what they call shoot interviews, and hearing about the what goes on in the back and and the business part of it, and how fascinating that is. Right. Um. So now that you're a part of that, it's it's got to be like, you know, you're almost like, that's the second dream of yours, kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you did the ring, and you even mentioned getting back in the ring. And, again, I, you know, I I guess it's, I, I, that's what my mom mentioned at the beginning. You've had surgery, two surgeries. Um, so, yeah, you had a lot of things in between COVID. Oh, absolutely. Things that, you know, uh, doesn't make it easy to, to get back into the ring. Um, but I hope you do get, I would love to come see you wrestle again. You. And that'd be, uh, I'd actually come see that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Not a lot um, of other things that come see you do. I know. I know. I, you know, it, it's putting, it's, it's put me it. around guys and girls in the business that um, I never thought that I would have the opportunity to like pick their brains and stuff like that. And I've been very blessed with the people I've been put around and the experiences that I've had. Yeah. I don't want to sound like a total mark and be like, oh, I got to do this or I got to do that. But like um, very, very great conversations, great pieces of advice have been passed down to me. Um, and just knowing these people that, you know, some of them I watched on TV for, you know, a decade, over a decade, and having a face-to-face conversation yeah. like we're having and just talking about real-life scenarios, you know, uh, I'll give one example. Um, not too long ago, I was with Chavo Guerrero Jr., uh, and we were driving to a signing of his, and his wife had called him, so he had a conversation with his wife, whatever, and he hung up the phone, and we started bullshitting again, and I turned around to him, and I was like, you know, after all this time, because he's married to the same person, you know, throughout his whole life, I was like, after all this time, how do you still make that work? You know what I mean? Like, I'm about to get married. Yeah. This is something that, you know, I do. I want to be on the road. I want to be different places. Like, how, how do you make a stable relationship work? And we had a great conversation about it, probably like an hour conversation about it. And uh, he just laid it out for me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you have to be, you, you have to have communication. Without communication, everything's dead. You know, and just, just different stuff. Um, so that was super cool. That's awesome. I mean, and I've had conversations with that with other comedians that I've, you know, went on the road with, and or, and sometimes the thing about working with comics, I'm sure wrestling the same thing. They're one thing on TV, right? Like they're they're like you know this character, and you don't think who you know they don't think they're gonna be. You think they're gonna be this, right? And when you meet them, they're totally different. Totally. And for me, that was Dave Coulier who plays Joey on Full House. On Full House, he was this guy, but he was a normal guy, loved hockey, into hockey. We had great conversations. Um, and talk about the business of comedy, even in like the, the early 80s in L.A. at the comedy store and stuff like that, which is like, you know, the heyday um, of early club comedy. So I get that, and that's it's awesome to be a part of that. And actually, I've been thinking about even more now 
uh, being on the other side of it, like running my own shows and stuff like that, um, more than just performing. So it, it is like another aspect of uh, the business. I myself, I'd like to get I, comedy in. and wrestling go hand in hand. It's almost it's the same business. It really it's crazy. We yeah. we, we talk about it, and it's, it's it's almost like it's parallel. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's it's insane. I I can't. Um, I, I it's just funny. Like it's just it, two separate things. Two told, but like. The same everyone's drama, got a gimmick. Bullshit gimmick. Yeah, it's yeah. all it's all it's all the same thing. Uh who's getting what, who's not getting what, who's doing this, mm-hmm. you know. At the end of the day, someone's mad about their payday. Yeah. I basically <laughs> um I'm always mad. I well, actually I'm never I just take what I get at this point. Um but that's what I that's my decision. Yeah. Um I, I wanted to just do shows that I, I want to do. Absolutely. I think that's the best thing for you. Thank you. I, I think so too. You know, I'm watching my shirt slowly change a different color. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. No, no, it's fine. I, love I, I it. feel so bad that don't, I do the podcast tonight. Don't. You wanted to do it. I love it. I'm here for you. You wanted to do people. it. I don't, you wanted to come here. I'm here for the Keep Moving Forward podcast. You know, I made fun of him because he couldn't open the gate. Um, All right. My friend goes, hey, bud, come on up. I left everything open for you. I forgot. I forgot. And then the I gate. get to the gate and the top, the top lock is unlocked. So I'm like. It's a little open. I'm like, no. oh, perfect. Everything's good. I go to open the gate. I look like a jerk off because I'm battling with this gate now. And then he goes, oh, yeah, just see if you could stick your hand inside and move the lever No, over because I forgot that it locks when you come in, you lock the inside, and you can yeah. lock, lock the outside. Right. Well, I, I'll show I you. did it. I'm when here. When we leave, I'll show you how Yeah, yeah. Show me how to unlock a lock. Yeah. I listen. Did you lock it before? Yes, of course. Okay, I was fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I don't know if you. I feel bad. It was on my notes here to talk about it because it's coming up. But I don't. Uh, is this the, the wedding? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm. Listen. I might even get married. I'm excited to come to this wedding. Thank you. I'm. I'm really excited to have you at this wedding. I like seeing the posts about it. So. Does this added stress now? Because I know it's 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 stressful. I planned a wedding before, even though it didn't happen. So I know the stress that goes into it. How does this affect your day to day life? Like. Do you is this more of a reason that you get in the gym that you're doing the the cardio in the morning and you get in the gym afterwards to get to get keep your mind sharp and to focus on what you got to focus on or is it is it getting to be overwhelming? Um, it's starting to get more overwhelming now that we're getting closer mm-hmm. and closer to it. Uh, like I said earlier in the podcast, like I, I'm not so like everyone's like, oh, you shredding for the wedding, and I'm just like, no, you know, like. <laughs> I'm not. Um, I, I had that original idea in my head, especially yeah. when I was coming off surgery recovery. And, you know, obviously I, I put on post-surgical weight and whatever, but like I burned through that post-surgical weight. And then me and Steve just decided like I was, I was getting really good lifts in. And me and Steve were just like, why don't we just focus on you just putting on size? You're still going to burn fat. Yeah. Um, and we'll take it from there. Like I, I've upped my food. Like I, I've raised my calories. Um, but like, as far as like stress goes, obviously, yes, it's very overwhelming. Yeah. You know, I'm having 225 people at my wedding, you know, that's 225. Yeah. He's one of them. It's 225 <laughs> lives. You got to worry about that's 225 plates. You got to worry about like, that's a lot of ZD. It's a lot of ZD. Cause it's a lot of boxes of ZD. Um, and that's as it gets closer, it gets a little more scary. A lot of mana got to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Obviously, now with recent events that I really don't want to get into. No, right we're now. not going to talk about. That's well, why yeah. I wanted. To, that's why I wanted to. Yeah. I'm just talking about the actual, the wedding. Like here we. It's you know, getting my, a little overwhelming. Okay, it's, and and it's just I'm you know because I know you and you, 
You're handling it very well. I'm honest. Thank you. No, I'm I'm not handling any. It's my fiance. Shout out to Michelle because Michelle is doing everything soup to nuts, and she'll probably watch this and she'll be really happy that I admitted that. But it, it everything and everything is Michelle. I nod my head. I say that's a really great no, idea. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> and we go forward. You know what? That's probably the best way to go about it. Um, I'm involved. Like I don't want anyone to think yeah. I'm not involved. I'm very involved. <laughs> but at the end of the but day, but no, not in your head and saying yeah, yes, that's, that's a good idea. That's a, that's a good yeah. idea. Um, I mean, listen, I can't wait for this wedding. This is really it's gonna be a banger. And I don't like weddings. I'm not a big wedding guy myself, but I'm looking forward to your wedding. Thank you, because I know one. The food's going to be out of this Phenomenal. world. It's going to be in a, uh, the Gindaloon event of the century, which I'm excited about. I like I like Italian weddings. That's what I like. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to eat good. And I'm, I know I'm I'm back on track, but let's just talk about a, a wedding. Well, so I already, I told you at the beginning of this, there's yeah. a very strict rule when coming to my wedding. Yeah. No one's on prep for a bodybuilding show. No one's on a diet. No one's on a program. We're eating. Well, because We're all they, eating. They talk about the, and listen, because you know, I go to WW, I go to the workshops. And to me, this is one of the most frustrating parts of the workshop. When they bring up like a wedding right. or they bring up a holiday and everyone's got their bullshit what they do. Like, right. Stop. You eat. Yeah. Come on. Don't you, you try to, mm-hmm. I've been doing this 20 years. <laughs> Nobody on Thanksgiving breaks out one of those plates with the, oh, with, with the, the sections, portions, with oh, the portions oh, oh, oh. and no one takes a bite and puts their fork down and chews 300 times yeah. before you, listen, you sit down like with a gavone. the salad dressing. Yeah. You sit down like a gavone and you eat the food and it's okay to do that on that day. You just can't let it spill over into. Cause like, here's the thing. It's time and place for everything. Right. Yeah. So like I talked to my followers about that. I talked to, you know, the people in the ALG community about that. Like, obviously you have to pick your battles. Yes. Right. So like time and place for everything. But at the same time, if you're going to a wedding, right. Yeah. God willing, that's that you're a guest of their wedding. That's going to be their only wedding. You're not getting back that wedding. No. You know, enjoy the time that you have there. The plus, next day is a brand new day. Plus, you know, you're, you're paying good money for that food. Right. I want to make sure it gets eaten. Exactly. I'm going to do my part to make you do sure. do your part. I'm going to do my part. If you got pignoli cookies in that place. That would be fucking pignoli. Oh, my God. I don't think people understand how good pignoli cookies are. They're so underrated as an Italian dessert. You know what it is? All the OGs appreciate them. You don't, yeah. I mean, everybody's like cannolis and triadel, yeah. rainbow cookies. But if you haven't had a pignoli cookie, yeah. it's it is the best thing you'll ever eat Absolutely. in your life. And I know because my grandma, I guess my grandma used to go crazy for them all the time, and that's how I got into them because they, you know they bring them. But mm-hmm. a good pignoli cookie from an Italian bakery. Give me that glass of milk, a cup of coffee, shut the door, the lights. I want to be left alone. And the S cookies, very underrated. My, my great grandma used to make those. Yeah. How good were those things? Yeah. The people best. don't realize. Sal- you know, Salviati cookie? Yeah. Yeah. She used so to make good. them homemade. Mm-hmm. They're the best. I used to eat like 500 of that them. That espresso? Yeah. That's all I need. Oh, here we go. This is getting me hungry now. Thanks, man. No problem. Thanks. Back on track. And you, you know, Back on you know, track. Talking I about sta- cookies. I started talking about the wedding and everything, but yeah. no. Um, no, but it's, it's, I, I like your whole mentality um, going into, you know, what you're saying about, I was going to shred. I'm getting good lifts in. Because I've seen like this more now um, in the weightlifting community, and even people who are trying to lose weight still lifting heavier. Yeah, is it that? Is it true that like lifting heavier will you can burn calories? Make you heavier? Li- absolutely. And people aren't doing cardio really anymore. They're just they're lifting heavier. What, what's I, that's like a newer trend. I mean, so like, here's the thing for me. I I think both go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, I've been in a portion of my journey where 
I only lifted. Yeah. And I didn't do cardio. And that had an adverse effect on me. That's when I, last year, you know, right before this time, I went into a depression. I put on like 30 pounds. I wasn't telling anyone about it. Yeah. Um, I wasn't doing cardio. Um, so like, it, it really depends on the person, the body, what you're trying to accomplish. But to say that you can't lose weight while while lifting, that's a lie. You're burning calories. You you burn so many calories. Well, what I mean, I meant, like, I think it's a, it's just the what people think. Like right. you know, you're lifting weights because you want to get bigger, not necessarily smaller. Right. But it can have that effect as well. Yeah. So like right now, I am getting very top heavy. Yeah. Like I can see it in myself for the first time in a while. Like I'm getting broad shoulders. You know, I'm rounding out, big chest, big arms. But my waist is starting to go like this. Yeah. I, you know, I'm thinning out in the stomach. And that's that's natural. You know, if you're doing heavy leg days, you burn so many calories during leg day, during back day. It's your biggest muscle groups. So you're naturally going to burn a lot of calories while doing that. Who's talking? No, somebody, not talking wrote, somebody, I don't, somebody wrote something. I know I'm not even going to. You can say it. No, I'm not even going to acknowledge it. Why? Because it's not from the podcast. It's no. what's, oh, okay. <laughs> That that's why it's it's not for the podcast. I just I just caught my eye, and of course, it I I, I laughed at it. But no, because I when I started lifting years ago, I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Like you know, because people are told so many different things over the years, and things change. So when I first started doing WW again, and you know, um, working out, I was told low low weights, high reps. Yeah, that's still a big thing. You burn a lot of fat that way. But I'm seeing people, even my size, people are telling them lift heavy because you're going to burn calories. And I mean, so I don't, it's, it's confusing, actually. I, it's some... So like I come from a place of like if you're, if you're overweight and your intention is to lose weight, you should be doing low weight, high rep okay. cardio. That should be your, your method of action. Um, if you're looking to put on muscle and, and that, is, <coughs> that is your intent, you want to get big, you want to get ripped, whatever the case may be. Then you go for, you know, higher weights, lower repetition, maxing out, burning yourself out, you know, that direction. Okay, I was just... Was, but then again, like, listen, and I, I, I feel like I have to to say this a lot now um, because there is a newer generation of people on social media. I am not a professional. I have not gone to school for this. I have no degree in it. Yeah. I'm just telling everyone based off my knowledge, my experience... And that's it. Listen, you're a guy who was over 500 pounds. Right. And now, now he's not. Now you're not. You've right. lost 300 pounds. So, yeah, are you licensed? No. But you've picked up some knowledge. You right. had to have. Right. That's exactly. Why, yeah. So that's why I, you know, me, like I, believe it or not, my mother used to say to me, you know, like when I would tell her something, she'd be like, well, you, do it. you should do it. You should do it then. You should right. do it then. But I had picked up knowledge being on some kind of a, a weight loss program since 23 years old. Right. I know what to do. I know it's applying it. I just have to apply it, right. which, um, you know, like I said, good week, good week, good week. People want me to tell my weight all the time. That's a, they're obsessed with my, on what I weigh. I don't know what is that. I don't know. I I noticed that a lot too. Not just with you, but with like a lot of people. No one has ever asked me my weight, which I find very weird. I think it's the most rudest thing in the world to be like, hey, which how much how do you weigh? weigh? How old are you? And how much? Because here's weigh? the thing: people, all bodies are different, right? Like you may see somebody who looks like you, but they weigh more because everybody's body is just different. Absolutely. Because they're playing the social media comparison game. So if Anthony weighs X, Y, Z and I weigh less than Anthony, but I look worse than Anthony, then I'm not as bad. Okay. 
that's, John that, that's or that's what is, they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And the girl I didn't mean actually uses the name example, no, but, but they use. Yeah. So they they mentioned it on, you know, on the anonymous thing, and they actually DM me. Well, like, oh, I didn't, you know, I'm like, well, I said to them, what is your obsession with knowing what I weigh? What does it matter to you? Right. And they're like, oh, you're right. Maybe it's, I said, you know, I don't actually, you weigh. Right. I don't give a fuck what anybody weighs. I mean, I weighed, I got on stage one time to a show and someone was like, hey, how much do you weigh? Like the first thing someone said, like a heckler. Oh, a heckler. Okay. And I was just like five pounds less than your mother. That yeah. was the exact. And like, that was it. No, he didn't say anything the rest of the night. But like, I, it's just like people are obsessed I've been, I've been asked that question since I was a kid. And I think it went. Well, it, that's it, what I was going to say. I think it roots back to that. With heavier people, like, you know, it's like the, they're it's like obsessed. Like, how much do you like? Yeah. Do you care? Right. I could care less about what anybody. People tell me their weights. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Right. No, I don't care. Like, I have, I have like ex-girlfriends tell me. I'm like, they like, oh, you know, I'm like, I don't care what you right. weigh. Unless you're an accountability partner of mine and we're keeping each other accountable. Yeah. And like, that's, that's the goal here. I don't care. But even when I have account, I don't. That's not, you don't have to disclose. That. I don't disclose right. that. I'm very. Also, you got to tell me, is John? I lost five pounds. Congratulations. I said it. I said it. I used to say it on the podcast here what I did weigh. And if you want to do math, you can try to figure it. out. they were doing like you know, oh, you said this and you gained that and this and that. I'm like, well, just it's not a right. I, you know, goodwill hunting doing the algorithm on the on the uh, on the chalkboard. I mean, Absolutely. it's like you know, it's okay. You don't have to know what everybody weighs. You don't have to know what I weigh. It's it's not a, it's not a big thing. And I noticed a lot of people taking it out of their. Instagram profiles and stuff like that. Especially, I guess, you know, because since the last... So I used to keep it in my Instagram profile. Yeah. I used to have my 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 starting weight yeah. and my current weight. Now I just have my starting weight, I think, and, like, what I lost in okay. general. It's no one's business. No, I mean, people like... I was because just, here's the thing. People start to think, oh, you know, so-and-so gained five pounds. Well, they didn't change it on their bio, and they must be failing now. They must be spiraling out of control, and people feed off that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, setting your business, unless no. the person wants to tell you about it. Yes, I I agree with that too. I, I it's just and just you know these are just things I've noticed. Yeah, Michelle and, just came in and she missed that whole part where like I complimented the shit out of her. And was so like, if anybody's listening <laughs> to the podcast, uh, Michelle John put you over big time. Put you over. He so said good. you're doing everything for this wedding and making it amazing and fantastic, and it's going to be the social event of the season. That's right. I like I told you before. I'm really looking forward to this. It's gonna be a banger. I can't wait to dress like Uncle Buck and come to your wedding. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Breaking out the old sweater. Well, I wear a sweater or a sweater vest at for these things because I don't like jackets. I don't look good in jackets. They don't complement any shape of my body. No, I don't blame you. I just was watching The Sopranos before you got here, and it was the scene where. Tony and Carmella, Christopher and Adriana, and then Tony and his mom went to dinner to put good face on the whole accident thing. And Vito's wearing a suit jacket. He's walking over. I'm like, that's what I look like in the jacket. All right, Vito is no one to compare. <laughs> I hate that. But guy. no, but that's what I look like. Or yeah. Clemenza. Like, yeah. this is what I look like when I wear a jacket. So instead of that, I wear a, a sweater with a V neck or a, a sweater vest, shirt and tie, dress pants, nice shoes. It, it, it complements my body shape much better. Absolutely. Listen, whatever you're comfortable with. But listen, I know at your event, people are going to be wearing like tuxes and, and uh, you know, these the, all these fancy suits. I'm going to stick out like a sore thumb, but I, I don't care. But I'll know you're there. Uh, okay. I'm just saying, I don't care. I just, I look good. I make it look good. It's like wearing a neon orange shirt at a concert so you can see yourself in the pictures. No, but I make it look good. No, it I, does, I don't look like I'm out of place. No. I'm very defensive about it. I'm sorry. Very soft, a lot of... 
Jesus Christ! I remember the first time I, I, I did it, like my father was like, "What do you care? What do you yeah, care?" What if, and then you go to a wedding. As long as you don't show, like, not you. I'm not saying you, but as long as like you don't show up to my wedding in a fucking in a in a in sweatpants or a sweatsuit. Like, I was at a wedding recently that someone did that. What uh, wore a tracksuit? Not not wore a tracksuit, but just wore something that did not belong at a wedding. And I was just like, "What are you wearing?" I've seen now. I go to weddings and people wear like jeans and like a shirt. Okay, a polo, that, dude, and, jeans. Running shoes, yeah, it's and, a, in there. and a college shirt, and I was like, "Where are you?" Can I tell you why this is happening? I'm going to tell you why this is happening. This is where society's breaking down. Since COVID, in the NBA, the coaches don't wear suits anymore. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's always been a big thing. They wear like their what they wore at practice, like a shirt and like no, you know no, sweatpants. No, 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 so no, like, no, no, no. Next, you're going to tell me the Yankees are going to have mustaches. They can wear they can they can have mustaches. I thought it was always the no facial rule. No, no, you can have a mustache. You can't oh, have that was because be- of Johnny Damon, right? You can't have a beard or you can't have a goatee. You can have a mu- mustache is the only thing you can have. Gotcha. I'm a meth fan. You didn't know. Unfortunately. You look like, you know, like you don't belong. Um. Anyway, what I'm saying is I think it, it's just this whole thing with people now coming out of this because we were in a house for two years. Everything's more casual. And no one knows how to act. Well, that's before then. That was how it was, but even more now. But I'm just saying, I think that's why I think when people go to events now, they're more casual because you have even like in the NBA, where I mean, it was a thing, you know, yeah. Pat oh, yeah. Riley suits. Um, like, what did these coaches wear on the sidelines? And like, you know, you look like you were coaching a game, and it is the only sport where coach, you know, in hockey they still wear suits. You know, yeah. they wear suits on the on the sidelines, where football and yeah. Baseball, you a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, you wear a uniform. Or you wear a uniform, or you know, but you still got to. You know, but to me, I think that's where like the whole society's kind of breaking down with things. Um, listen, I hate getting dressed up. No, yeah, I hate it, one hundred percent. And it wasn't. It's not because of where I am now. Even when I lost the weight, and things were easier, I don't like it. So for me, I hated getting dressed up when I was heavier. Yeah. Um, for one, because sometimes obviously I felt like I was out of place. Constricted, you feel like, you know. Constricted, that too. But yeah, so like, and I remember always, like, if I had to get dressed up, my back always hurt. Or like, you know, because you would just be like, you got to stay upright because you're in a suit. Or you you didn't want to get untucked. Right, you didn't want to get untucked. So the whole time you're like this and you're like, you got a board in your back. Even getting dressed was, you're sweating. Oh, well, yeah. You took a shower and then it was like, you took another shower because you're sweating. Yeah. I lay there sometimes getting dressed. (laughs) Do I really have to go? And I'll be like, oh my God, this is horrible. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, I just feel like, you know, to me, I never was, I'm more, I'm very, like, my style and just my, is very casual. Cousin, you're stylish. I'm not worried I'm about not you. I'm not stylish. You are. Cousin styles. I wear tracksuits most of the time. I got nothing wrong with tracksuits. I wore one last week in, in the heat. It was a bad well, idea. about that? I don't know. What, that's like an anchor man when he's like, milk is a bad choice. That was a bad choice. Well, I figured I wrote my sleeves. Mm. Yeah, I'll tell you what happened last. last. That naturally makes it 10 degrees cooler, for those that don't know. So I went food shopping afterwards, and the supermarket was just like, ungod- it was hot. I guess because I'm wearing the tracksuit, too, and it's humid. I get outside, I'm just dripping. And I don't cool off before I get home, because it's like five minutes from home. <laughs> Did you come up here? I carry everything. One trip. One, one trip. And you've walked up, though. How hot is it those stairs? Yeah. No, that hallway is hot. I got up here. I thought I was going to pass out. Yeah. I don't blame you. I got, like, nauseous. Yeah. I carried everything up. Like, you should have seen me. Like, everything was, like, my fingers were... That's like white. the Stone Cold meme. Have you ever seen that? When it's yeah, yeah, I, my fingers were like white. That's how much it was. Everything. It took like five second, five minutes for the blood to come back to my fingers. I carried everything up and I just turned that thing on the air conditioner and sat in front of it for like a half an hour. Um, 
And I was like, what? Are, I'm like, I'm not making two trips. No. Mm-mm. I don't care if you were on a ground level, you don't make two trips. I never made two trips. Yeah. And I used to live on a ground level. Yeah. I used to my old apartment. Yeah. Um, it's my mother used to say it all the time, too. Like, you can come back and get more. No, like, no I no. don't want to do that. It's a pride thing. And I'm lazy, but it's mostly a pride. And plus, thing. like you carry, I'm like, yeah, I'm a man. I'm a man. But then I'm going up these stairs and like, it's, I can't breathe. Yeah, because it's stifling in that that hallway. It is it's bad. Yeah. No, bro, it's like it's like 30 degrees hotter. Well, in because that there's nothing in that. It's just no, it's just hallway. It's just steps. Yeah, that's it. It's where things go to die. So I mean, listen, if you ever don't see me for a while, I'm checking the hallway. Check the Absolutely. hallway. I'm not up here. I'm, no, yeah. I'm down there. Right. I know. Anything ever happens. Just, that's what I know. I'm, if I don't hear know. from you for like 24 to 48 hours, I'm I know in the hallway. The hallway. Yeah. yeah, that's where I am. That's, yeah. that's where I'm going to be for a while. I will tell you, it probably dropped like nine degrees in here right now. It's cool. It, yeah, no, it's definitely cooler than it was unless I'm bugging. No, it got a little cool because it's, it's, um, it's getting cool outside. Yeah, so. yeah, you know. yeah, it's freezing here. Let's put a sweatshirt on. It's so cold. I do apologize. I mean, no, oh, the stop. listeners aren't, you know, I feel bad that you're dripping, but. Listen, we're gonna go have a little couple cigars. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna have a good time. I'm off tomorrow. We got Janks. Is there anything you want to plug before we end this uh, funness? Um, I will say, if you're a fan of peanut butter, I do have a promo code through Nuts and More. Uh, that's JRB's Journey Ten. I will say, listen, I don't promote anything that I don't like. Yeah, and I'm like one of those influencers that I have promo codes and I never promote them. This one is a really good one. It's a really good peanut butter company. So I love peanut butter. I love peanut butter. Like no. I love peanut butter. Like I have a unhealthy relationship with peanut butter. So what? Tell me about this peanut butter because you're intriguing me. So they just have a, <laughs> a flavor profile like no other. So like every so my problem is especially when it comes to peanut butter. There's a lot of companies out there that make flavored peanut butter. Yeah, now. and when you have it, it doesn't taste like what it's portraying itself to yes. be. This stuff is identical. Okay, and it's it's very clean. Um, it's not a lot of filler in it. Um, but like they, right now, this one that I'm rocking is it's an almond butter. It's chocolate mm. almond butter. And it tastes like you took a Hershey's almond bar and you melted it and put it in a jar. Sold. Yeah. They have a Cuzzy Nutella flavor. Cuzzy Nutella. That is on par. Yeah. If not better texture wise than real Nutella. And less calories, less everything. I don't know about less calories. I, I, I'm not All trying right. to push it. it. It's a healthier. It's just a healthy. Yeah, made- it's protein packed. Okay. Definitely still has the calories of a regular peanut butter. I'm not going to try to say that it doesn't, but the flavors are phenomenal. The, you can eat all this peanut butter and still... No, I'm kidding. Do you remember that company? Yes. Yeah. I remember a lot of those companies. We're just going to leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of those companies that... Yeah. I mean, listen, I've taken Stacker 2s. I've taken Slim Fast, uh, Trim Spa. Yeah. Um, oh, Trim Spa. I haven't heard that one in a long time. I like Stacker 2, obviously, because the old WWF commercials. Stacker, I, I begged my mom at 12 years old to buy me Stacker 2. And then she wanted to know why I knew what Stacker 2 was. And then, because of the Lugs commercials, I asked my dad to buy me a pair of Lugs. <laughs> that didn't go over really well. I uh, So I took this thing called Xenadrin. This is uh, before Stacker 2 and before uh, Trim Spa. There's this thing called Xenadrin. And I actually got the name of it from a waitress at a diner. Because I was doing, this before keto, uh-huh. doing Atkins. Old oh, school. Yes. Um... And I asked for a, I said, can I get a hamburger? I just want the, the burger the, and the bacon and the cheese. Mm. And she goes, oh, are you doing Atkins? She goes, my son did this thing and she wrote it down. So when I got off Atkins, because I missed carbs, I took Xenadrin. I'm lucky I had my heart didn't explode. <laughs> it was like, just straight You speed. heard all these things, like people dying from doing like, I would take it and go to the gym. Like I would, and then, but then I would get these rages, like almost like roid rages. Yeah. That's all the caffeine. 
Yeah, like mm-hmm. my mother's like, okay, you're not taking these anymore. I'm yeah. like, no, but it's, I'm like, no, 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 you're yeah. just not taking these because I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but then like Stacker too, and, and it was all the same thing. It was all like, and that's why um, when Built Bar a couple of years ago came out with, um, like a they actually had like an appetite suppressant. Oh, one you of said Built Bar. I really thought you said Bill Burr, but continue. No, Built Bar. Built Bar had like. Um, they came out with this new product that had like an appetite suppressant, and I was like, no. And I posted about it, and they were like, "Because uh, you're an ambassador, please." I'm like, and I said, "Listen, um, I will never, in my life, ever support something I'm not doing." And I had so many issues with. Are you making fun of me? No, no, no. My friend wanted to know what about YJ Stinger because we didn't mention YJ Stinger. I said I wouldn't take anything that caused me problems, but you know, go ahead, YJ Stinger. What about him? Hey, listen. Someone made a comment. No, listen. Oh, you make See, fun. You I was, I was opening now, up a little bit. All, I, I'm right. listening to you. See, no, that's what happens. I open up and then he's. What do you say to this garage? He'll ask me a question, like a personal thing. I said, open up and then he's like on his uh, phone. You know. He's like, oh, my, my reel got like 35,000 views today. All right, that <laughs> is never. You take that back right now. Do not even smear my name. I'm kidding. Bro. Yeah, take that back. We have a long conversation. If <laughs> we're, oh, we're gonna have conversations. It was getting heated before we even turned the cameras on because I. I, see, I don't even want to wrap this up. We don't have to wrap this up. We don't. Well, I want to go to Mad Royals. I want to wrap it up. <laughs> I want to have some cigars. I want to wrap All it right, up. so listen, you can follow me at J-Arps Journey. That's J-A-R-P-S underscore Journey. Uh, you can follow the Accountable Life Group at Accountable Life Group. We didn't mention it in the podcast, but every single Wednesday night, I do a free community call over Zoom. Uh, it is the ALG community call. You can access that by clicking the link in my bio, which will take you to the Facebook community page. We are over 600 strong wow. in the community. Yeah, man, it's awesome. We just celebrated our third anniversary of ALG, which is absolutely wild. Did not think we would even make it this far. And we have a lot of cool things coming out. <clears throat> we have a program coming out, which I'm, I'm super excited to release to everybody. Um, it's been a painstaking process. Uh, but we're finally putting the finishing touches on it. And I think it's going to help a lot of people. And when I say program guys, what I mean is I'm not giving you a meal plan. I'm not doing any of that. This is a mindset course. This is to, you know, make you shift your mindset, give you accountability, give you that, that what you're lacking, because I've always said this, what the weight loss space is lacking is community. So there's no better place than to hang out with like-minded people with like-minded goals. And you can do that by clicking the link in my bio. And I'll just add this in um, as somebody who is a member of WW and the workshop means so much. Believe me, if you don't, if you're in any kind of journey and you feel alone, definitely join this group. I mean, it's, you need, you need this, you you need like-minded people around and John and Dave are uh, two guys who've been in this and been very successful and uh, definitely learn a lot from them. So definitely check that out. And Cuzzy, I want to thank you for being on the show tonight. I want to thank you for having me on again. I think, what, what is this, my fifth? fifth I have time? no idea. It's it's a record. Yeah. Come on every couple of months, whatever that's, you want. Listen, do. that's what we do, baby. This is the Cuzzy Cuzzy Power Hour. This is it. This is the Cuzzy, Cuzzy Night Cuzzy, Nitro. Cuzzy Night Nitro. Cuzzy is war. Cuzzy is war. All right. I like that. And uh, with that being said, I want to thank John for being on the show. John, thank you. Thank you. That's a serious moment we're having right now. Oh, thank you. All right, everybody. We're going to wrap this show up. Episode 234, KMF Podcast. Always available at anchor.fm slash KMF Podcast. Also available on iTunes. And while you're there, five-star rate and review. I love reading those reviews and sharing on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. And that is you guys. Check that out. 
We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. That's right, wrote this song. Check it out on iTunes. And while you're there, check out his new band, Demon Scar. Dropping new music like crazy. Demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese. The best sandwich out there, not because it's named after me, because it really is that good. Finsdeli.com. Bonus episode this week at patreon.com slash podcast. We're going to be talking, uh, I don't know what we're going to be talking yet. This is going to be a surprise. Subscribe to find out. Check out all the past episodes too. Patreon.com slash podcast. Once again, I want to thank John for being on the show. I want to thank everybody at home for listening. Everybody at home on your podcast listening devices. Facebook Live, Instagram Live. Thank you so much. I will see you next week. Have a good one.